people want to find peace immediately. And this is where people don't like me. I don't believe that. You can find it through yoga and all this other. You're gonna find peace from going to war with yourself. Cause we all got. We all got. People look at me. The reason why my story resonates with people because I don't hide. I'll tell you exactly who the I am. I will admit to it. People are great at hiding. So they want to just find peace. No, you got you got to take your fix whatever's up in you. Don't just shove it under the rug. Fix it, and then you'll find some peace later. What uh, what is that? Hey, he that was a very powerful statement. But what is the brother's name? That is the military brother. The brother that is the seal, right? David Goggins. He said, "If you want peace, you gotta go to war." with yourself he said peace is not instantaneous peace is not extrapolated from quiet sometimes quiet is just i i i don't want to deal with it so i'd rather not talk about it i'd rather not deal with any particular situation i'd rather go off into you know my little space of comfort and safety and not deal with it because it's quiet. You know what? I I, I felt like I, I feel like I want to hear that clip one more time. Because he just came in coming in hot. Woo woo. He just came in hot. I want to hear it one more time. People want to find peace immediately. And this is where people don't like me. I don't believe that. You can find it through yoga and all this other. You're gonna find peace from going to war with yourself. Cause we all got We all got People look at me. The reason why my story resonates with people because I don't hide. I'll tell you exactly who the I am. I will admit to it. People are great at hiding. So they wanna just find peace. No, you gotta you got take your Fix whatever's up in you. Don't just shove it under the rug. Fix it and then you'll find some peace later. That's a very well, he's a military brother, so that that's a very military minded kind of concept. But I dis I don't disagree with him. And a sister uh sent me a quote um you know from a book that uh basically was saying, you know, if you want peace, you know, get ready for war. And oftentimes we want to have war with somebody else. Right. And the reason why we have war with other people, especially in relationships, is because we feel like our perspective, where we're coming from, is the absolute truth. And it is a truth, but it's not the truth. Absolutely. Meaning. Our perspective is 100 percent true to us. And many times this is why we we get hung up in our conversations is because sometimes we are conveying our truth to either get it off our chest or we're trying to convince somebody to agree with our truth. And there may be more reasons for why, but the reason why I was doing this show tonight, because it's a very powerful show and it was given to me. By one of our, and she has to call in and break it down, 
one of our callers out of Texas. Texas is big time. Uh, Attila Phillips. You know, this is a topic she sent to me and asked me to do. Right? And, of course, I mess with it a little bit. Peace versus quiet. Is it possible for peace to be deceptive? Now, what I took from that and her questions, I was like, yes, people can act peaceful. Just like they can act nice. Just like they can act kind. Just like they can act cooperative. But, uh, again... A lot of times, man, we being sold something, you know, through a person's performance. We're being sold something. We're trying to convince people. We're trying to sell them on whatever whatever performance we're performing. So to answer her question, is it possible for peace to be deceptive? My definitive answer to that is no. And I'll tell you why. Because that's not peace. That's a pantomime. That's diet peace. That's performative peace. See, real peace, inner peace, is not trying to prove itself. It's not trying to fight. It's not trying to sell. So for me, peace can't be deceptive. Peace can't be a lie. Right. So you can act peaceful, but be in inner turmoil. In other words, I don't want nobody to know what I'm going through. I don't want nobody to see what's bothering me or or what's welling up. Right. So you can put the mask of peace on. Which is performative. You're, you're, You're in a play that you're in a one person play. A one man or one woman play that you're trying to get the audience of the world <laughs> to buy into uh, this projection that you're okay. Right? So I personally don't believe that peace can be deceptive. Right? Because when, when you're internally uh, perturbed, but you got the mask of peace on. Let's go deeper. Can you be called a liar? Ooh, ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> right? I mean, you, you moving like everything is good. You fine. Everything is straight. But internally, it's not. Can you be called a liar? Tonight's topic, peace Verse quiet. Now, I've already told people, most po- most folks can only have quiet. And we're going to get into it. Let me ask some questions. True or false? Can it be said that true peace is rooted in the internal acceptance of what is? Reality as it is. Whereas quiet is an attempt to avoid the noise created by what is? Krishnamurti was big on what is. The reality of reality as it is. Not as we would like it to be. Not 
you know, moving through reality with a mask on to look like we are okay when in fact we're not? Let me let me ask that question again because it's such a profound question. And remember, the voice of reason is a non-judgmental space. It is open for people to talk. I want to have conversation with you. This is a conversation, a discussion, not a monologue. True or false, can it be said that true internal peace is rooted in the internal acceptance of what is, whereas quiet is the attempt to avoid the noise created by what is. Is it possible for someone to project a sense of peace while internally experiencing turmoil? Can peace be used as a defense mechanism to avoid confronting difficult emotions or situations? Are y'all ready for... Andy, are they ready for this? I don't know. Let me. Uh, these questions are not playing. Which let me let me read it again. Can peace be used as a defense mechanism to avoid confronting difficult emotions or situations? Again, to answer that, I don't think peace. Well, yes, yes, it can. It, I don't think peace is avoidant. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think. That internal peace is avoidant. Internal peace doesn't look at a problem and says, "Mm, let me go over here because that's a problem. Internal peace is internally connected to the reality of what is. Internal peace is more about acceptance. Oh, this is where we are right now. Okay, that's peace. Not, oh, I don't want to be in this with you right now, I'm going to go over here. That's quiet. Quiet wants to get away from the noise that the what is creates. Wow. That's heavy, right? 1-800-920-1580. Is your relationship peaceful? Or is it just quiet for the time being? Are you not having the discussions that are necessary to have? Is your relationship riddled with small talk in order to avoid real talk? Wow. Can peace be used as a defense mechanism to avoid confronting difficult emotions or situations? Is it possible for peace to be a temporary state making underlying unresolved issues? Did did you? Did you? I don't think peace can be a temporary state once you achieve it. I I just don't think so. I think achieving inner peace is like achieving self-realization, self-actualization. I think that's something you can cultivate, 1-800-9-2015. Somebody call me and let me know what you think. Can peace be achieved through external factors such as material possessions Or social status. I'm talking about internal peace. I'm making a distinction between peace and quiet. Most people want quiet because they've never been taught how to cultivate peace. I'm one of them people. My mind is noisy. 
I struggle. I may have had a glimpse of it, but I struggle. I'm, I'm not here to profess perfection. No. But this is a very serious question that must be asked. Right? Is it possible for peace to coexist within chaos or conflict? Yes. Nature shows you that when you get a Category 5 hurricane. In the center of the hurricane is the eye, which is calm, peaceful. The eye of the storm is always calm and peaceful. Can peace be maintained in the midst of external disturbances or challenges? Yes. Is peace a subjective experience varying from person to person? I would say yes, maybe, possibly. What are your thoughts? Is your relationship peaceful or is it just quiet? And which is better? Some people might, you know, might get comfortable to qu with quiet and be okay with it being quiet. It's very interesting stuff, right? 1-800-920-1580. Somebody get to your phone line. I know I'm ministering to somebody. Somebody is being spoken to tonight. Call me right now. 1-800-920-1580. Can peace be achieved without addressing past traumas or unresolved conflicts. Can you achieve internal peace without addressing past traumas or unresolved conflicts? Let me just say this, because many people think if you have a conversation, you've addressed it. So let me reword that question. Can peace be achieved without effectively addressing past traumas or unresolved conflict. 1-800-920-1580, get to your phone lines. Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to y'all. Is peace a state of mind or is it a state of being? And why is it so difficult to cultivate peace? Can peace be obtained through external validation or approval from others? Are y'all listening to the quality of the questions being laid out? Is peace, internal peace, a result of acceptance? I I'll just stop. Listen, I I when I come forward, I'm going to go to the phone lines because I need to talk to folks because I need to learn how to cultivate peace. If somebody asks you, what is peace? How would you define that? Well, peace is more than a word. It's more than an idea. It's more than a feeling. Peace is an awesome gift of God that He gives to everyone who's willing to surrender their life to Him and to walk in His ways. So I would ask you this. Do you have peace in your heart? Can you honestly say you have peace in your heart, or are you struggling with conflict? Conflict about what? Conflict about many things. So I want you to listen carefully. I'm going to give you eight statements 
you will want these statements to be true in your life. Because God provides the adequacy for them to be true. And so I trust that you'll write them down. Every one of them is important. If you want true, genuine peace in your life, no matter what you're going through, write these down, apply them to your life. You say, what do you mean by that? I mean, practice them. What does it say? And when we practice the truth, we get what practice provides. And that is an awesome sense of peace. You either have peace or you have to deal with conflict. If you don't have peace, you have conflict. So it's very important you write these down, beginning with this one. Going to give you these statements. We experience his indwelling presence and all sufficient peace when we place our trust in him as our personal Savior. This settles once and for all where we're going to spend eternity. That is a question everybody has to face. Where am I going to spend eternity? We're all going to die. We're all going to face the judgment. Do you have peace in your heart about your relationship? Dr. Charles Stanley. I, listen, everybody gets a chance on this show. I love every belief system. I'm not going to listen. Peace is, like he said, it's, it's more than a word. Right? Peace is an internal process. And unfortunately, we live in a chaotic society that respects, uh, you know, quiet over peace. Because quiet is somewhat a respite from the rat race that we all live in. Right? So if we can get a little piece of quiet, we okay. And we think that's enough. I think our spirits are fatigued. And we bring that fatigue into our relationships. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, the lines are full right now. And we're going to get to everybody. Let me tell you who's on the line. We got Houston, Texas in the building. Atala, she created the topic. We got Sean from Oakland, California. We got LJ from Omaha, Nebraska. We got Chico from Harry County. Huh? Harney? Harney County, Oregon in the building. When we come forward, we're going straight to the phone lines because Zoe Williams needs counseling on how to cultivate peace. Buddhism has evolved into one of the world's major religions with many schools and branches. But if we go back to the source, Gautama Buddha, who was born as a prince that later became enlightened and known as the Buddha, we find a collection of teachings named the Dhammapada. The Dhammapada contains some profound wisdom for those who seek a tranquil mind. So after Stoicism and Taoism, a video about Buddhist wisdom for inner peace certainly cannot be missed. One, attachment leads to suffering. This is one of the basic teachings in Buddhism. We suffer because we attach ourselves to external things, which in essence are beyond our control. By doing this, we actually resist the fundamental truth about existence. Change is the only constant. 
our youth and looks fade with time. The people we love will disappear. Our success, well on YouTube for example, will end one day. The key is to have a deep appreciation for what's happening in the moment, while acknowledging its impermanence and willingness to let it go. I quote the Buddha. The good renounce attachment for everything. The virtuous do not prattle with a yearning for pleasures. The wise show no elation or depression when touched by happiness or sorrow. 2. Desiring the right things. Another basic Buddhist... <laughs> Buddha wasn't playing with y'all, man! The Voice of Reason live on KBLA Talk 1580. It's on and cracking. Let's get these callers in here. They want to talk to us. Wow! Let's get it! Houston, Texas, you're up first. Atala, you created this topic. Why? What's going on, Uncle Zoe? How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you asked me why I created the topic? Yes. Um, so I was looking through my human design chart, hmm. um, and one of the things that came up was the not-so-fame or keynote of avoiding confrontation and truth. And it got me thinking about ways in which I've done that in my past relationship, mm -hmm. which further brought me down the rabbit hole of trying to constantly find ways out of, you know, problems and thinking that I'm getting some sort of peace from doing so. Mm -hmm. uh, so to give you an example would be um, kind of like the feeling that you have when you're avoidant or someone's getting too close to you and you're like, oh, I, I got to find a way to break up. What am I going to do? I gotta do that. You know, you just feel icky. And so when you get out of the situation, you can say you have peace, but is it real? And so that's kind of where I came up with that. Mm, 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 mm. What a powerful topic. Your friend and mine, Ghetto Gourmet, says, how can you be your partner's peace when you're at war with yourself? Haru Ali. What are your thoughts on that? that you can't. It's impossible. It's, you're going to bring, I don't know if I can say that word, you're going to bring problems <laughs> right. to every situation that you encounter. That, like, no, you have to be peaceful within yourself first before you can bring it to someone else. That's why I love human design, because it forces you to answer those questions um, that you are avoiding. Mm. So human design isn't about blaming and projecting outwards and they're the problem and they brought the problem to me human design is saying this is how you can be the problem right i would say if you're seeking to blame you probably don't want to do your human design yeah. chart uh, because those types of questions that come from the different areas you know the solar plexus which is the question that i answered or told you about those types of questions they cause you to confront yourself mm. so and it's similar to this idea of peace versus quiet. If I'm going to war with myself to obtain peace, right? Like, that's not the same thing as me sitting in a quiet room. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, oh, that makes sense. No, it did. It did. And guess what else you just did? I brought Houston in the building. Hey, hey, you brought Houston, Texas in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-158. We got callers all over the place. Let's get Sean from Oakland, California. He's next. Get up in here, Sean. Hey, brother. Well, I mean, what a wonderful topic again. But, I mean, I mean, peace, when we're talking peace, right, if you're talking about a relationship, 
with someone that you are, you know, planning to be with for many years or in longevity, um, you then you have to realize that um, there's no um, cookie-cutter th- way to get that piece. And, and by the way, the piece won't be there every day, and the piece isn't going to be there every day. Mm. I mean, our, it, it's really like more like life in the sense that um, peace um, is where when you get those little brief moments where, you know, you've made progress. And and in my situation personally, um, you know, where I've had crisis, I've had it all, brother. I mean, wounds, all of it. That that was really heavy, and I don't think people really took that in. Peace, and I'm I'm hearing what you said, peace is where you make progress. Yes. Wow. That was heavy. Yes, yes, yes. Talk to me, brother. Well, I mean, because... It's really hard if you're going through life, and we all have issues, all of us. I'm not trying to say mine are worse than yours or yours are worse than mine. I just understand because I pay attention that we all have these things come up. And so when you make progress, right, take the moment, take the moment to, um, you know, be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And understand that right now, I mean, I, you know, I've had things that are really tough, like everyone else. But right now, it's a quieting. So that's why when I say quieting, it doesn't mean it's quiet forever. <laughs> it right. just means that right now, we made, uh, we took that one more step where things are quieter. And I mean that metaphorically, mm-hmm. not like loudness or whatever. But metaphorically, things have quieted down, and so the family is is better. Mm-hmm. But you've got to remember, everybody, the, the way this world, and I know everyone knows who listening to your show, brother, understands, is that it's, things are not going to be in a straight line. We're always going to have loudness. We're always going to have a non-quieting. We're always going to have crisis here and there. But you got to deal with it and then, you know, applaud yourself when you have that moment of quieting where everything is all right for a minute. Because mm-hmm. that's the moment that you all look at each other and say, hey, it was worth it. Wow. Wow. Sean, guess what you just did? Brother, Oak Town, East Bay. Bay Area in the house. Yes, sir. You brought Oak Town in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We're having an amazing conversation right now. This is deep. Quiet seeks to run from the noise of the unrequited past. Peace is found in the ever-renewing now this is how you get past what happened in the past quiet runs from reliving the past that's why it seeks quiet peace is an appreciation of the now which is ever renewing you focus on now you can focus on a new reality 
There's peace in the now. Right? There's pain in the past. 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm getting back to the phone lines. If you want to jump in, now's the time. We got people to talk to. We're going to Omaha, Nebraska. We're going to Harney County, Oregon. When we come forward, let's get it. Namo Buddhaya. Welcome and welcome back to another video. Today, I want to discuss with you about how can we become peaceful and how can we become calm from our mind. Now we know that we are living in a world where we are constantly bombarded and constantly over overloaded with information, with distractions and all of the chaos. So what happens when we live in such an environment is we become so reactive and we tend to lose our peacefulness, we tend to lose our calmness in our mind. And then what happens is our frustration, stress and depression builds in. So how can we deal with this? And what can we do to eliminate these distractions and this uh, constant chatter in our mind and have a peaceful mind in the middle of chaos? So today, I'm going to share a few tips where you can practice in your daily life. And then you can, if you practice this, it will be a great help to find peacefulness and calm in the middle of all the chaos. So the first thing that you have to understand is calmness and peacefulness is not an outer source. It doesn't come from outer world, right? It, it can be found within. So no matter where you live, no matter what the place you live, no matter what you do, if you really focus on this calmness, and if you are clever enough to find that, then you will be able to find the calmness and peacefulness in the middle of all the chaos. So always remember, calmness and peacefulness should be built and should be developed within. Okay? And also, ladies and gentlemen, VOR back in the building. Is your relationship peaceful or is it just quiet, waiting for the next storm? Talk to me, 1-800-920-1580. We got callers on the line, Omaha, Nebraska, LJ. Get in here. What up, Zobeezy, baby? What's happening? How you doing, man? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Hey, man, I would like to say, though, you know, back in the day, man, that old man would say, I want peace and quiet. <laughs> I want no, both. I don't know. They never said just peace. They said peace and quiet. I like it. You know, I got to work in the morning. I want some peace and quiet. <laughs> I know you heard that before. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, I've heard it. But back to the, back to the uh, uh, situation at hand. So peace is something that you seek. Uh, internally, man. I can't tell nobody else what their peace is. I see some cats, man, they be very peaceful and I be like, wow, I know he's peaceful but I'm peaceful, but I'm wild. So, wild and peace. I think you can have peace and be wild at the same time, bro. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think it's something that you can just put in the box and say, is this. You know what I'm saying? Is that. Because I see some different cats, I be like, man, that dude looks like, he's peaceful, but I know he's nothing like my wild, but well, I'll be wild, but then people say, I'm I'm a peaceful dude. So I don't know how to describe it. I don't think you could just wrap it up in a nice little box and say what it is. But once you got it and you know you got it, you cool, man. That's, That's all right. I got to say. What, 
Hey. You feel it no matter what situation you in, man. Hey, man. Like, I don't care. I'm good. LJ, guess what you just did? I brought the home of Terrence Crawford with a knockoff, bro. Yes, sir. Omaha, Nebraska in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, the routine is simple. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Chico, my man from Oregon, get up in here. Mr. Z. How are you? I love the topic, I love the topic but, but it's so, so cow, man. It, it, it's... The, when I heard the intro, I thought we were talking about peace throughout the world. And, of course, what's happening in Palestine is mm-hmm. tragic. Mm-hmm. It's a biblical problem. It's been the Philistines and the Hebrews from almost 4,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. The other issue is with Gaza. Uh, if you remember the story about Samson and Delilah mm-hmm. and the temple or the, the uh, Philistine god uh, Dagon, Theoretically, the Grand Mosque of Gaza, which is now full level, underneath it, Samson is buried in the rubble. Mm. Okay. Now, my question for you is, what can we do about the Middle East? Well, I still believe that peace is an internal process. And I would say the Middle East is probably one of the least peaceful places in the world because... They're more in their heads than they are in their hearts. That's what I believe. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Good especially, point. But how do you... especially in context of what tonight's topic is, right? Uh, right. Uh, the, the people over there are in a relationship, right? And that relationship is toxic, right? Because of beliefs, because of ideas. Uh, I, I love Robert Anton Wilson's work. And he said, uh, he said something very profound. He said, you know that the word's belief system can be reduced to two letters. He said, B-S. And he said, you should know when your belief system is BSing you. See, that's going to contribute to an internal turmoil as well, Right. And I think that's what's happening over there. Great question, man. You know what you just did, right? I rep Harney County, 140 miles from any place else we're going to to shop. There you go. You brought Oregon in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. He thought he was going to get me on this whole other topic, but I ain't going to let it. No, 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 no. Listen, the voice of reason is on complete fire tonight. And I'm going to tell you right now, I got one of my favorite callers on the line. But you know, I got to hold him over because he needs space. He needs time to like lay it out. He needs time to lay it flat. Because I know he's going to go all over the place. He's going to talk about COVID. He's going to talk about Similac. He, 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 I'm telling you, this next caller has got a lot to say. And he's going to talk about every topic in the world that's going on. When we come forward, you're going to get a piece of my brother, Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. 
Taoism is an ancient Chinese mystical, philosophical and religious tradition that emphasizes living in agreement with the Tao. The main work in Taoism is the Tao Te Ching, created by a mysterious author called Lao Tzu, which contains profound wisdom and insights. But there are more ancient works that define Taoism, like Zhuangzi and Li Tzu. It can be difficult to make sense out of the poetry, parables, anecdotes and other forms of writing that Taoist scriptures have to offer. Nevertheless, we can find a lot of value in them. In this video, I would like to discuss some Taoist wisdom for inner peace. Taoism contains a philosophy that almost directly opposes today's culture. We're all about work hard, play hard, being proactive, unlocking your full potential, achieving social status, which often goes hand in hand with stretching ourselves beyond our capacities. This doesn't mean that accomplishment is evil. A certain degree of accomplishment is necessary for survival and lies at the basis of civilization. But the Taoists highlight that there are alternative ways to live our lives. Ways that are less burdened, but less glamorous too. This all comes down to living more in tune with the Tao, the all-encompassing and thriving force behind the universe. Here are four pieces of wisdom that might bring us closer to the Tao. 1. Don't stand on your tiptoes. In current culture, we're likely to overstretch ourselves in order to achieve our goals. Oftentimes, we rush, exaggerate our achievements, lie, boast about our abilities and push too hard. The problem with this behavior is that we often lack the foundation to do what we want to do, which results in a very unstable position. I quote, those who stand on tiptoes do not stand firmly. Those who rush ahead don't get very far. Those who try to outshine others dim their own light. Those who call themselves righteous can't know how wrong they are. Those who boast of their accomplishments diminish the things they have done." End quote. So it's better that we don't rush into tasks, don't buy things that we can't afford, don't lie about our abilities, and don't show ourselves off all the time. Because if we do... Gosh! Buddhism, Taoism, Christianity, everybody talking about peace tonight! I'm giving examples. Is your relationship peaceful or is it just quiet? You know, quiet is exemplified in one of the communication styles. Avoidant. Avoidant communication styles. A quiet communication style. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. Right? The first clip we played earlier today was our military brother, David Goggins. He said, listen, you got to go to war. To get to peace. But the war he was talking about was not with your significant other, but with yourself. The human psyche is a complex realm where conflicting emotions, thoughts, and desires often collide, giving rise to internal wars. Simultaneously, the pursuit of internal peace becomes a paramount goal for individuals seeking harmony and fulfillment. Tonight's show, we, we, we tried uh, to explore the intricate relationship between internal wars and internal peace, shedding light on their interconnectedness, 
and the transformative potential they hold within the human experience. We are all works in progress, which means we are all on the battlefield of our internal world, right? The battlefield of the mind. Internal wars refer to inner conflicts that arise within an individual's mind and emotions. Listen, I'm at war every day of my life. Every moment I'm at war. Trust me, my mind is noisy because I'm at war trying to fight internal battles. And, you know, people who know me, people who are close to me, they, they recognize a change. They go, what's going on with Zoe? Right. They understand something is misaligned and I'm OK with leading with that misalignment. That's part of, I guess, the responsibility of the wounded teacher. Right. The wounded healer uses his or her brokenness to teach. Right. That's what this uh, sage soul i.e. moi, is here to do, right? Internal wars often lead to emotional turmoil, anxiety, and a sense of dissonance within oneself. I, I feel it a lot, right? But it can be used as a catalyst for growth. We've got callers on the line and people want to talk about it. Is your relationship at peace or is it just quiet because it don't want to talk about it? It rather the silence talk. Here we go. Let's get it. Who's been on the longest? Heru Ali. You already know. Get in here. Peace and love to you, Zoe, Andy, staff, family. Uh, I completely agree with um, brother uh, David Goggins, yeah, we have to be at war because we are at war, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. Your past traumas and your, as it relates to yourself, you're in a high-speed pursuit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the police chasing somebody in a high-speed pursuit. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it has no good intention for you. you. You overcome, you dodge the spike strips, the mugs, they still try to hit you up with the pit maneuver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They want to throw you off your course mm-hmm. to get as far away from your trauma as possible. Mm-hmm. And to paraphrase two great philosophers, the great Bob Marley and um, the great Enzo Metheus uh, Williams. Hey. And it's a, it's a combination of, of, of both of their quotes. Everybody that you love is going to disappoint you and hurt you in a heavy way. But are they worth the wait? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> are, they, are they worth, you see how I mix them both? I both see. Of y'all, I see honest that. To y'all, yeah. Are they worth the wait? Bob Marley got but the best he, piece of that. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to be all over the place like bird crap. Uh, not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. This right here, um, I appreciate the topic, Atala, and I appreciate you doing it. Um, in the military, we have what's called noise discipline. Mm-hmm. And what noise discipline is, 
is before we go on a campaign or any objective, we have to take down everything that's metal on our personal gear, our personal protective gear. So whether it's in the daytime, but especially at night, it don't make any noise because it'll give our position away as we are approaching our objective, whether it's a, a, a ambush or, or intentional direct action. Mm-hmm. That's called preparation mm-hmm. to try and come out with the best outcome. How can I be the, the, the best partner? How can I be best to my partner when I'm at war with myself? Mm-hmm. And and listen, I'm I'm talking all about me. I ain't talking about nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, nothing, uh, no change happens in, in the comfort zone. Mm. You got to get outside of your comfort zone. And in relationships, when when you have a differences of opinion, and you can't agree to disagree, sometimes I often say it's like, you know what? Since we can't agree to disagree. Let's just be quiet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's not stop trying to get the last word. It's like uh, peace versus quiet. You know, everybody wears the mask, but how long will it last? Glory mm. mm. Hill. We we can't agree with this. And to continue to talk about this situation is only going to amp up either you or me. And it's going to go to a place where it's really bad. So can we go to a neutral corner mm-hmm. and just shut the F up? Mm. Mm. And what I've, what I've what I've observed and experienced is sometimes adults don't know when to shut the F up mm. Mm. and do some reflection and say, you know what? I was angry. I said some things that, that was not uh, positive to contribute to getting to a resolution. Mm-hmm. I didn't take the synergistic approach, the win-win approach. Mm-hmm. My ego got involved, and like you ain't gonna tell me to shut the, shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a grown a woman. I'm a grown a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like being in in a relationship where you're tolerated versus celebrated. Wow! And when you when you find a someone who celebrates and, and values your work in progress. Cause we all works in progress, mm-hmm. but they celebrate you. They give you grace and mercy. It's like, wow. Cause what they say, who do you like to the person that you love or, or, or the side chick, the side chick know everything. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. But wow. you like to the one you love. Cause you don't want you don't want to lose them. Cause that's who you who you ultimately want to be with, right? Mm, mm, I'm listening. Go ahead, brother. You cooking now? You cooking? When was the last time I was this quiet? Keep going. Listen, listen. Um, we we have so much against us. We just have to learn to love, give grace, and prioritize. What is it? Because in that silence, because we avoid the cave. Hell, I'm, I'm working on going into the cave and into a confined space. You know what I'm saying? When I was in the military, we used to crawl through 24 inch tubes under the ground. And you talk about claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. It was like, wait a minute. I got to get through this because one, we got a mission. And two, 
it's it's going to uh to make me a better soldier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we, you got to go into that cave. You got to go into that confined space. You have to confront it because no peace, no 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 change, no peace. Wow. But so, when you when you know change, you know peace. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now let me ask you. What did you just do, brother? Battle Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek, <laughs> Michigan is in the building. Heru Ali had a lot to say. If you got a lot to say, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, we got Pensacola, Florida, and Dallas, Texas. Texas again, and the phone is ringing. Ladies and gentlemen, the VOR. We got a whole different vibe going tonight. I was gifted that by someone very close. That is meditation music by Janae Aiko. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Yeah, I bet you never heard it before. Yeah, go look it up on YouTube, man. What was that one called? Uh, I forgot the name. Alive and Well. That That's what that one was called. Look it up on, it's like Gratitude Mantra. Sometimes we got to we got to do that together in a relationship. So everybody in the chat is like, that's amazing. Love that. Yeah. You know, the voice of reason. But I'm going to keep flipping on y'all. Y'all think y'all get used to me and then I flip and do something else. Tonight's topic, man, is your relationship at peace or is it just weathering the quiet? Because, you know, sometimes quiet can be anticipatory. Ah, uh, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of feeling, right? There can be anxiety in quiet because you don't know what's coming. You just being quiet because you don't want to say, but you're assuming, you're presuming, right? How do you cultivate peace in the relationship? Some people say, as as uh, Heru Ali just said, you know, sometimes they say, don't have the conversation. I say that's not the way to do it. The war inside also is a reflection of the war outside. You overcome the war on the inside, you can have a diplomatic, respectful, honorable, integrous war on the outside because you've conquered the inside. If you find yourself in a position not being able to have an integrous war with your significant other, right, then that means, again, something internally is ajar, right? You get overwhelmed for even being approached with certain notions and questions and perceptions from your partner, right? And even if your partner frames it up for you and says, hey, hold on. This is my perception, and it most definitely could be wrong. If you're still offended after you heard that, that's internal work that is being brought to the surface. Why is it triggering even though it is prefaced as a perception that could be wrong, a perspective that could be off? Is your relationship at peace or is it at war? 
Let's get these callers. You already know. True Monger, Dallas, Texas. Get in here. Yes, sir. My brother. Man, how you doing, man? Man, I'm hanging in there, man. How you? I'm getting better. Yeah? Yes, sir. Getting better. I know you did the dentist thing, man, and I knew that was heavy, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. Right. Can't re- can't repeat the words on the air that I want to say, but don't say it. Take it for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your thoughts on tonight's topic, my brother? Oh man, um, thinking some people don't understand that it is a process to peace, hmm. and they want it to come easy, which we all we know what easy really means. Is nothing good as far as anything that's worth achieving mm-hmm. or worth working towards. Mm-hmm. Easy doesn't help with anything. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people just don't want to go through that process of getting of going towards peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you got to go through chaos in order to understand what peace is. Are you, you, know, whether are you saying itself. you go through chaos so that you may recognize peace? In my opinion, yeah. Because mm. some people are so used to chaos that they find that they may find peace in the chaos, mm. and that they can't separate the two. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, you go through those go through those experiences. You learn the difference between peace and quiet. Because you can be quiet, but you're still holding stuff in. Hmm. Um, I went through that stage where I wasn't comfortable talking about my internal issues or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would try to find that quiet place. And then if the conversations would come up again, I find myself repeating that habit. Mm -hmm. And it would mess up a lot of relationships whether it's intimate or whatever. I had to grow out of that. I had to first be honest with myself about what was going on. Then I had to work through that in order to be more open about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, there's still, there's still times where I'm like, hey, it's none of your business. Because I know some people that like to talk too much. So I don't really open up to them. Mm-hmm. But those who I find trust in, yeah, I have no problem discussing these things if they, where they ask about it or if it just comes up in general conversation. I could be more open to it now. And I find peace within that. But I know it's an ongoing, it's ongoing work. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just, or just your issues or whether it's with your partner. Mm-hmm. Now, you want your partner to have understanding about what you're dealing with you got to have the conversation. You, you at least got to explain as clearly as possible what you're dealing with so they have some sort of understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're the type of person who they may shrug it off or pay no, pay no mind, mm-hmm. that's on them. That's not on you. Come on, True. Let me ask you a question, True. Mm-hmm. You know what you just did, right? Yeah, I know. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> you, 
You brought Dallas, Texas in the building. Lord have mercy. My brother True is cooking. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The voice of reason is all complete fire tonight, man. Let's get these callers in here. Folk want to talk in Zynga, Pensacola, Florida. Get in here. Hey, good evening, Mr. Zell. What's going on? Oh man, I'm I'm cool. You only got two minutes though, so let me let's get to okay. it. What are your thoughts? Okay, so I want so so Heru Ali. He kind of inspired this when he mentioned the side chick, and I guess this would be for men and for women when they have a side piece. I think it probably is more P E A C E than P I E C E because I think people are going to do whatever. They have to do to get their piece. Sometimes they leave or mm. sometimes they get side piece to get it. And I just want to say sometimes quiet is not always, shouldn't be always a negative thing because sometimes you do want peace and quiet. There's some days you just don't want to hear anybody. I think my best relations with my friends are the ones I can just be around them and we don't have to say much. Mm. You know, they know me, I know them. And it's just a comfortable silence. It's not an awkward silence. Mm. Mm. That's all. That's heavy. Nzinga, in here cooking. Nzinga, what did you just do, child? I brought Pensacola in the building. You brought Pensacola, Florida in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, get those phone fingers going. Yo, we having a real conversation and I'm loving it. Hey, if you want to do it, do it now, 1-800-920-1580. So it's, an, it's such an extraordinary, an extraordinary adventure, the conscious, the, the awakening of higher consciousness in you. It's just so amazing. And, and to be, and to then to experience, to become free of their personality, so that you no longer feel you're trapped in it. Of course, you still have a history, it's fine. You have a personal history, you have a life situation, everybody has a life situation, which is to do with relationships, it's to do with your work situation, your financial situation, your home situation, your health situation. All these things make up your life situation. Now, it's very rare that all these things are going absolutely fine for you. My health, wonderful. My relationships, absolutely perfect. My work, career, great. Finances, great. Uh, every possessions, home, wonderful home. Children, all healthy and intelligent and great. Everything is great. Mm. Not doesn't happen very often. And if it does, it doesn't last that long. You just have to wait a little. And then somewhere, things could break down here and there. You get challenged. Something happens that does, isn't supposed to happen, says the mind. You get challenged by life all the time. Wait, stop. Stop. Did you... Did, something happens. Let me... Because I know his, his accent is thick. Something happens that wasn't supposed to happen, says the mind. He, he slipped that in really quickly, says the mind. Uh, something happened that wasn't... Uh, the mind has a list of expectations and, and, and a list of this is how it's supposed to be and all of this and that. Uh, something 
happen that wasn't supposed to happen says the mind. Go ahead, finish it. Sorry. Things could break down here and there. You get challenged. Something happens that does, isn't supposed to happen, says the mind. You get challenged by life all the time. And that's good. That's how it's meant to be. And you realize you, the world can't make you happy. Occasionally, you might think, oh yes, it can, because I've just fallen in love with the most amazing, amazing person who is going to make me happy for the rest of my life. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's a big thing to put on a person, a huge expectation. Mm. He or she is going to make me happy. I know it. Okay, so it gives you a high, say, that's finally life. I don't need all that spiritual stuff anymore. I found the ideal partner. And then you wait a little. <laughs> After the wedding. <laughs> and very soon, sooner or later, usually sooner, you discover... There are aspects to your partner's personality that you didn't know existed. <laughs> the legendary Eckhart Tolle. You know who he is, man. Author of The Power of Now. Man, tonight's topic is so fire. It's so nuanced. It's so layered, man. Peace versus quiet. Uh, before I even get into this even further, because we got Nikki from Mississippi, and you already know she about to cook with the rarest avocado oil. But before I even get to her, Andy, the birthday brother. Yes, yeah, Scorpio <laughs> gang, you already know. Libra gang, you yeah, already know. Yeah, man. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that, that, that Eckhart Tolle clip hit you, and you had to say something. Really is more so like his his delivery. Like he, he talks a lot about peace and, you know, happiness, but he just seems so chill. Yes. As if like he still got some issues that he got to go through. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I will say this: we all have issues, but we have to cultivate the inner calm with the people who trigger those issues. We claim we want the person, but we don't want to be triggered by the person. But the person is there to trigger you, to teach you, to cultivate an inner calmness so you can actually lean into the difficulty of the moment. Somebody said tranquility and chaos can exist at the same time. I, I already gave you the analogy. A hurricane is beautiful chaos. And at the center of that is the eye of the storm, which is completely calm. That's how you're supposed to navigate relationship upsets. We're upset with each other. We're disappointed with each other. But if we have something real and authentic, we find the eye of the storm so we can weather what we're upset about. I, I didn't mean to get too deep into it. I'm sorry. Uh, Nikki from Mississippi, get in here. 
Good evening, everybody. Come on. I'm just going to sit back. Come on, Nikki. <laughs> I, she's going to come with that down-home cooking tonight. Talk to us about tonight's topic. So I offer the Hebrew definition of peace. Hmm. It means wholeness, complete. Mm-hmm. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Mm-hmm. If you hear our Jewish brothers and sisters say shalom, or the good Catholics say peace be unto you, mm-hmm. they are offering you that state of being where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. Mm-hmm. A state of peace. Mm-hmm. The internal warring causes us to take our tuner left or right because we're seeking that place where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. Mm -hmm. Often quiet exists there, Mm -hmm. but for some, silence can be very loud. Come on. Come on, Nikki. I mean, <laughs> when you tune or lean in or you're triggered, mm-hmm. it just means the internal is telling you adjust because you're either moving toward the place of nothing missing and nothing broken or you're moving away from it. Mm-hmm. We're always doing that. We're never idle. Wherever your God is, whoever you recognize as God, you're either moving toward him or her or away from him or her. Mm-hmm. And moving toward him or her is that state of being where there is wholeness mm-hmm. that we're all trying to get to cultivate. If you ever get that here in this plane, keep it. Mm-hmm. Or avoid, because sometimes... When you get in that wholeness place, you don't want to disrupt it. Mm. And life does that. It, that's its job. Mm, mm, mm. And I just offer that we consider words have meaning. So it's not just peace, but it's wholeness where nothing in you is missing and nothing in you is broken. Mm-hmm. And that can create the side piece, I E C E, which gives you the E A C E. Come on, because <laughs> you don't get that at home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Come on, Nikki. What? What? What do you do, girl? You just be sitting around. I'm finna tear Zoe's show up tonight. I already know what I got <laughs> set up for Zoe. I love it when you call in, Mick, Nikki. I appreciate it. I really do. Now, let me ask food for you. Thought. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Food for thought. That's all. I just have food for thought. And I appreciate it. I really do. Guess what you just did? I brought the sip in the building. The sip is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Where L.A. at? L.A., come on now. You can't let the rest of the nation just clown week after week. We did get an L.A. caller today, though. Was it uh Jay? Um, it was somebody. We got an L.A. caller today, didn't we? 
Lord have mercy, L.A. Don't let them do you like that. Don't let them do you like this, L.A. Listen, when I come forward, Zoe Williams is going to delve into my thoughts on peace versus quiet. Oh, that playlist, ignorant, boy. Andy and they're like, yeah, let it ride, Andy. Give it a little taste, man. Voice of Reason and his co-host. So let me let me do this real quick. Let me let me run down my playlist for y'all tonight, cause y'all don't understand how we do. The first track we played earlier today was "Sundress" by Freddie Jokum. The second track we played was "Heal" by Lewis Sky. The third track we played was. Uh, Janae Aoko, uh, Alive and Well, The Gratitude Mantra, which you can find on YouTube. And then that track, whoo, that track is called Comfort Zone by Evil Needle. Uh, can, let me, can, this, real quick, hit him with that Jack Herrera for you real quick, just real quick. I just want to bring a little peace into your life. No, no. That's a vibe right there, right? Okay. Listen, one more. One more. Hit him with that pink flower by King Chino, number 37. This is for your peace. Voice of Reason wants to bring some peace into your life. What if you had a serious conversation, but it felt like this? Woo, come on. of reason his playlist is his co-host winding road freddie jokum add these to your playlist hey hey baby i just want to talk to you you know we've been going through some real tough times but we gotta sit down and work this thing out i'm gonna make a space to listen to you without judgment and you make a space to listen to me without judgment let's work it out let's talk through it as we talk we will walk through it you can share it's safe to share I won't judge you just don't judge me 
Woo. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. <laughs> All right, let me get my final caller in here. We got to make it quick. JW South Central LA is in the building. Talk to me, brother. All right, my brother. I- I'm going to sum it up, man. You are really off the hook, bro. And the sister said something in reference to comfort. Yes. And I said, nah, I'm not going to call in because she said what I wanted to make the point of being com- comfortable mm-hmm. or comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just made the reference to comfort zone. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, man, but my, my point is this, man, being comfortable with yourself and, and realizing your flaws and human nature in, in terms of God, the grand architect of the universe, you know, and know who your creator is, and and then you just be, just be, you claim it, you speak life into, into your life. You know, you frame your words correctly, you be, and that's internal. And I, your mind can be your own worst enemy if you, if you let it. My mind is my worst enemy. I ain't even going to lie to you. J-Dub, you brought well, Los Angeles. Enemies, you know? <laughs> yes, man. You brought yep. L.A. in the building, brother. I got to keep it pushing, but I appreciate you heeding the call. In the pursuit of peace, we, many, oftentimes we seek various practices and philosophies. I'm guilty of it, uh, you know, in trying to attain a state of tranquility. Uh, this show, we, we tried to delve into the metaphysical and the phys- philosophical aspects of peace, exploring its relationship with gratitude, alignment with nature, patience, inner stillness, self-love, interconnectedness, vulnerability, balance, forgiveness, intuition, mindfulness, and surrender. We tried to examine all of the questions I laid out in front of you, in order to gain a deeper understanding of the multifaceted nature of peace and its potential sources. Uh, Brother Zoe, I'm flawed like every other man, and I struggle mightily to find that inner peace. And my inner noise and outer noise, it it has contaminated... um, you know, my relationships in the past and in the present and, you know, and it's an ongoing struggle to get quiet and be okay. I'm just here to tell you, man, it, it, these shows are resources to people who may not have, you know, the time, the space, the energy or the effort to talk about it. I talk with you because to me, this is a discussion and I learn as much as I share and I start the conversations, but it's up to you to finish them. Listen, we started it tonight. It's all good. Listen, my friend, your friend, Jill Monroe is up next and the fire shall continue. RSV with Jill Monroe. I'll see y'all tomorrow on my Friday deuces.